The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Everybody, Thank you. welcome. I am actually overcome with dread right now. Dread? Dread. Wow. What's wrong? I just realized that our number today was what? 64? 64. Right. I have no numbers. Uh, Unbelievable. I am violating one of the commandments. You, the amendments. You I am are so an excited executive about- producer of this show. Stand by, <laughs> Ghost Rider. We'll I, look I am so excited to get to all the other things that we have today right. that I, it slipped my freaking mind. Yes. It did. Okay. We don't need We can just come up with them on the fly. He's uh, Josh, he's got to do something here for the company. Yeah, yeah, maybe once. We are going to be calling Phil Sims. He's already told Chris not to call, that he's too busy. Don't matter, though. We're calling him anyway. He's doing a commercial for Hackensack Hospital. With Harry Carson. I mean, geez, I, I know. need some of this Phil Sims commercial mm-hmm. money. Me too, but it's too bad. My sister's the only one that gets it. <laughs> she's she's a she's on full scholarship at Phil Sims University. But you know what? All things paid for, hundred dollar handshakes included. Oh it's, man, it's her salary for planning next year's draft party at your dad's house. <laughs> she's right. just already getting the money. Oh shit! If you want to plan a party at my father's house, there's nobody yeah. better to ask. No, than Deirdre Sims. I'm when not I, even asking. When I followed her on social, all I saw was. Was swans and balloons, oh. and I was like, "There's a party at this place every day." I told her grant her little boy Patrick, who's a cutie. He is. He was one years old. I said, "Man, Patrick, it's a shame. This is going to be the best party of your life, and you'll never remember it." <laughs> and he looked up at you and was like, "Oh, where's candy?" Uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to in terms of some aging quarterbacks thinking they can still play. Yep. We are going to have our mascot battle. Hope you're ready for that yep. one. We are going to have a whoa big off season. We have an uh oh bad off season and we have some quotes that I'm excited about but first I want to get to some of our awesome fans on Sims and Lefko and kind of the things that they've sent us that I'd like to spotlight okay we have an Instagram DM uh, from Depots 12 that I really really enjoy what up Depots do you want to read it Mr. Fendrick yeah I was going to pull it up right now so this one came in earlier today it came in yesterday actually was talking to my girlfriend about Katie Nolan's salary and I made the comment that I was in the wrong profession girlfriend responded with yeah you should have been those loud guys you listen to all the time Levski and Scott <laughs> so that's Levski you're Scott, I'm Scott and that's what we're gonna go with yes. Levski and Scott Levski and Scott it's yes. our alter egos yes. Levski and good Scott good old Levski and Scott I love when we hear from our listeners right. and they talk about listening to us on all that yeah. but it's more of the significant others that are like what the hell are you listening to <laughs> right it's Levski and right. Scott it's like it's the, uh, the one comment always goes into my brain is the guy who said he lost the weight and he'd been eating the rice and beans and his parents were like it's kind of stupid you're listening to an athlete or a podcast about diet diet yeah and no I'm, that's not it at all no, it wasn't it but either no, no, way no i'm saying no that's not what he's listening to like that's he's listening what he to was a football saying. podcast right and i mean wouldn't athletes know diets pretty good i would hope right you would yeah. think so we also honest- how much money is she making uh, New York Post said that she is getting seven figures from ESPN. Wow. She is currently doing like two to three Snapchat stories, and they're in the process of developing her a digital show. Wait. Seven figures. Wow. Just like Levski and Scott. Good for her. Yeah. But wait, so Snapchat, what was she doing? <laughs> This is incredible. She's doing like a one-minute Snapchat show where people watch like quick 10-second clips where she's like, do you see that home run by Giancarlo Stanton? Uh, okay. And they show it, and they're okay. like, that was lit. Gotcha. And you're like, see how we connect with young people? Yes, right. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Right. Is that ESPN social engagements plan once again? I, I think so. Right. I like her. I sat next to her at the Red Sox World Series game once. She had no idea who I was. Uh, but... I was sitting there, and we were watching Red Sox win their first uh, World Series. Wow! Uh, at, in Fenway, in like over a hundred years. Did you guys hit it off? 
I, I mean, you know me. I was me. I, I don't. I think she thought I was. I don't think she knew what the hell I was. I don't think she had any. Just idea. some guy. Yeah, some she guy. No there. idea. So I didn't know you guys were best friends. Yeah, besties. Like we just. I just got this DM from uh, Nathan right. that said, uh, "No, I'm not. Stop. No, stop. Uh, I'll make you a deal. I'll play fantasy football if you start listening to Sims and Lefko." And the other guy goes, "Deal. I'll put it on at work." And this guy DM'd <laughs> us, Mikey Bush. He goes, "I'm making deals so I have people to go to the draft party with." Yeah, like it, Mikey Everyone's Bush. Everyone's going. Quiz, quiz that guy, Mikey Bush. Make sure he's listening to the podcast and not bullshitting you. But my favorite tweet uh, that we got, uh, you may remember this guy's sound, so let's turn up the volume real quick. This is my man Mario Salazar. With the 251st pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, that looks always in my heart, San Diego Chargers select Justin Jackson running back Northwestern. And Cowboy fans, Penn and Lavella will see you in the Super Bowl for the Puro Chargers, carnal. Listen to Trey Wingo. Puro Chargers, we'll see you in the Super Bowl. All right, that's enough. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Mario Salazar. And I was like, this guy's a legend. He went up there and was like, L.A. No, always in my heart. Sunday, Chargers. He tweeted us right. and said, I called the Chargers seventh-round pick on national television and proceeded to shit on Dean Spanos, sorry, Joe, for one day. For next year's draft, I want to crash y'all's draft party. Always in my heart, San Diego Chargers. <laughs> Sims and Lefko listeners. Yeah, you're coming. Shapes and sizes and fame. Mario Salazar, he killed it. He's coming to the draft party. Did you pull the one from Big Jordy that I read before about no. the stand-ins? What was that? Oh, I got to read that well, one. Well, yeah, we do got to read that one. We got to figure out for real. Like, we're doing the draft party. I don't think my dad knows what he signed up for. <laughs> well, so, we're going to leave a voicemail. Yeah, we're we're going to leave one out. If yeah. he doesn't pick up. Right. So this one was Big Jordy 3000, and he said, At Sims and Lefko, I propose each first rounder gets a stand-in, a random fan at the party, to walk to the podium and shake Big Phil's hand. Dibs on being Nick Bosa's stand-in, already growing out the locks to prepare. Damn, you would have been so perfect as Josh. I could have. I could have done this it this year. Oh, so instead of since we can't have the players right. come up, we just have random fans. Random come fans up. dressed up as the players, right. and your dad at the podium like Roger. He's, Goodell, Ro- he's Roger, and he's shaking everybody's hand and taking pictures as they come up. I think that's got it's great actually, potential. I do too. Actually, it is I also funny. think it's amazing because Phil. That's a good selling point to convince Phil. Yeah, we're going to make you the commissioner, and, and you're going to stand up, with a random a fan with every person. <laughs> yeah, guy wears like a thing that says "I'm Nick Bosa." Has the same hairstyle as Roger Goodell, anyways. Perfect. It'll work. I love that. All right, so I want to talk about some of the things that we were talking about on Monday. Uh, First is Big Ben the asshole. Mm. It's really interesting that so much of the online conversation in reaction to our opinion was no one can get over how much people dislike Big Ben. And a lot of people called me out and said, why are you defending this guy? All last year you were tired of it and all that. I guess my thing is... I've accepted that Big Ben is kind of a a low-life kind of person, stemming from the accusations early on. It's kind of hard to move past that. But then also, like, he's been rude to everybody. I've gone over it. The Martavis Bryants, the coaching staff. He kind of treats everyone with disrespect to the point where I look at him like Kobe. He's just kind of that guy, that guy yeah. and we're not going to change him. Right. So I read these stories about people saying, it's time for you to become a gentleman. I'm just going to embrace him for who he is. That's right. That's and, it. But now we want to get him motivated, but it's not just us. TJ McConnell from my Philadelphia 76ers yeah. was on the DP show and said McConnell, who's from Pittsburgh, right. was a Steelers fan growing up until he had an unpleasant experience with Big Ben. Quote, I met Ben a while ago when I was little. It wasn't too good of an interaction. I respect him as a player. He wasn't the nicest guy. He stopped rooting for the Steelers after that and became a Bengals fan. Yeah, This is the wake of Big Ben. Right, And I, have a f- I used to hate Coach. And then later on in life, I appreciate these characters. I appreciate there are too, not yeah. a lot of assholes in sports right. that just embrace that. And now I'm kind of turning to support this character. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Uh, I, I think we all just it's it, it's not BS. It's just not fake politician talk. You know, like like we talked about with Brady having had the canned answer of oh, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Right. I mean, it looked like he stood in the mirror and was like, "Let me make this face as I say <laughs> that." Uh, so that, but 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 it's I mean, not it's not that there aren't assholes in sports. It's just that they're willing to put on a public face most that, of the time. That's where I was going to go like with Chris this. Paul. Right. 
Like, right. like Chris Paul in front of the camera is always like, hi, I'm Chris and Cliff Paul. And then behind everyone's like, he's ruthless. So, well, Big Ben, I mean, I've heard it from teammates. I mean, you can't even ask him for an autograph some days. You can't like, hey, I got to, you know, I need to sign this ball for this kid I knew. But he won't sign for everybody all the time. That's the kind of guy he is. So this is consistent with Big Ben. Teammates yeah, yeah. asking him, right. not fans. Teammates. You're saying teammates. No, teammates, teammates yeah. Yes. Teammates asking him. Why am I liking him so, more now? It, because he at least is a consistent person. But like you said, he's not my favorite person, but no. the lack of fakeness makes me like him more. I think I agree with that. Is he a little diva-ish at times? Certainly, and that annoys me to a degree. But man, he is a baller, and I think that's the point I wanted to make, is a lot of good sports figures out there that we all love and adore that aren't the same person that we think they are in front of the camera when they're smiling and, oh, oh so great to see yeah. you, post-game reporter. Yes, I'm this perfect I love citizen. answering your questions. Right. But I'm going to leave here and go do drugs and have sex with girls and do everything else wrong yeah. and treat everybody like an asshole. But, but tomorrow I'll be you. back in front of you with a smile again like I'm perfect. Like I, That was always my issue with Dwight Howard. Yeah. It was like he always was like the shining star, yeah. and it's like, dude, yeah, I know like, you're living a crazy. Me? I did nothing wrong. Just everybody hates me because I'm so nice. Yeah, exactly. Right. So maybe that's what it is. Is like Kobe was the same way too. Kobe, I think, played the game a little bit more early on, and yeah. uh, me and Shaq, I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And then by the end of his career, he's like, oh, I don't want you on my team. Yeah. You're soft. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Brutal honesty, mm-hmm. and I just kind of cherish that. Yeah, I, I get that. Michael Jordan. Does people think like people like Michael Jordan? No, like nobody. Not like Michael teammates Jordan. His teammates him. didn't like him. So again, that has nothing to do with the success of a player. Whether you're liked in the locker room, disliked, whatever it may be, uh, it's about respect and about being able to work with the guy. And really, performance on the field trumps all. It just does. It, it, it doesn't really matter. I mean, Warren Sapp. Yeah, there was definitely half the team that I was there in, in Tampa that was like, man. He is such a pain in the ass, such a loud But mouth. he was open with it. He was open with it. He was the same guy every yes. day. And the the results on the field spoke for themselves to where, okay, what are you going to say? What are you going to do, bench me? I'm going to get two sacks today. You hear that Warren started his own podcast? He asked me on it. You're going to do it? He was, I was supposed to go on it today. <laughs> and he, uh, they had to do it. We're going to do it next week. But Route 99, I heard, is what yeah, it's being called. I don't know. I know. I, uh, I'm interested to see how it goes. I am, too. He'll, he's if he is willing to open up and really open up, we need which to, is what he should do, because I mean there's already enough skeletons in his closet, right? To where people already have a bad he needs image to embrace of him. the skeletons. I think he does too. And if he did, he has so many funny stories and so many little hanging out with Michael Jordan. He was sponsored by Jordan. I know some of those stories. I can't tell everybody out there, mm. but they're amazing. Yes. You know, there's a lot of those out there where I would go, Ooh. We have to get the okay from Fendrick if it's okay to have him on again. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about it. The other thing uh, that I thought was interesting for Monday's show is um, when I mentioned Matt Ryan's new contract, you thought of Tom Brady, I thought of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I think this is what I want to do now when we have big contracts mm-hmm. is the name game. Because okay. I went out in the Bleacher Report and I said, when you heard Matt Ryan big contract, what did you think of? Oh, good one. And a number of people said Russell. Julio Jones. And I said, what do you mean? They go, because he got him all that money <laughs> and he's not seeing any of this. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a new thing. It so, is a new thing. So for me, when a new big contract comes out, we'll think I want to play the name game, right. which is who was the first person that you thought of right. when this guy got the money? Right. Because for me, the way we talk about contracts, did he get paid too much? Did he get not paid enough? Like Jarvis Landry, who's the first guy that you thought of. For me, it was Odell. Me too. When I thought of Jarvis Landry, I was like, man, Damn. if Jarvis getting that money, then Odell's getting that money. <laughs> right. But I think that's a, an interesting way to look at contracts. It is. Like you actually would have thought of Kyle. With the, with the, we actually had a lot of people in Bleach Report that went, I actually thought of Kyle Shanahan because he got him, him all his that money. money. Certainly, yeah. yes. He he put the nail in the coffin for Matt Ryan to go, oh, no, no, this guy's legit. He can bring you to a Super Bowl. Yes. That drives up his price. I'm with you with the Russell Wilson thing, too. That was one of the. Yeah. I went probably Rodgers, Brady, and then I thought of Russell Wilson. I said, damn, man, look at Russell Wilson. I mean, what does Julio Jones think about Matt Ryan's contract? Yeah, what do you think? Did we have that discussion? We didn't have that one no. on Monday. Yeah. No, I don't. I, Julio's been paid, so yeah. he's not going to be too jealous of that. It's just accepted that the quarterbacks get that money. It's going to be the same issue, though. It's not going to be an issue there because he performs always. But, yeah, the quarterback is always looked at a little bit by a lot of the guys on the team out of the corner of their eye to just go, man, why is he worth double me or triple me when I take his slants and run 70 more yards with him? Julio's never played for another quarterback other than Matt Ryan. Yes. When a guy 
goes and he sees other quarterbacks performed. He's seen Aaron Rodgers perform. He's seen Matt Stafford. He's seen Tom Brady. If he's never played with another quarterback, though, is he more forgiving? Is he not looking outside because this is the only guy he's had? Yes, yes. You're spot on. Yeah, I, I would think... You know, a little bit like what we heard from Marty B. Like, Marty B was talking about Rodgers, and he was comparing it to Brady a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you're definitely going to do that and be like, oh, man, I mean, when, when blah, blah, blah used to throw me the ball, I'd come out of the break, and it'd be right there. But if you've never played for him. You don't know. You, do, you don't You don't really know, know what's out there. No, you, he, he It's probably, like getting married at 20. Yeah, I'm sure he looks at, like, and you're like oh, Big well, this Ben is life. every now, or let's just say Big Ben, and Julio goes, damn, I wish Matt could throw the deep ball like Big Ben. I mean, I'm sure he, that thought goes through his head. He's seen it enough to know he's better than my guy at throwing that right. ball. But yeah, though no, there's gonna be a common respect. There's just a there's always gonna be a bond between Julio and Matt Ryan because what it was was not consecutive drafts, but it was like it was Matt Ryan in what, oh six or oh seven and 07. then Julio in oh nine. I believe it was oh nine. I think so. Same draft yeah. as AJ Green. Yes. They traded all those draft picks up with the Browns. Right. It was pretty sure it was oh nine because I watched Alabama play Texas in the national championship game that year in on the no field. Eight. And I remember Julio Jones coming on the field for pregame and I was like Wow, so this is why this kid's going to be the top five pick. He's yeah. amazing. I mean, he was amazing looking. It's a similar conversation to what you guys have always said about Aaron Rodgers. What if he was handed Josh McDaniel's playbook? And he yeah. got to experience that sure, for the first time. Sure. Yeah, you know, yes, there, there's a lot of things you can go that way. Matt Ryan, again, for me, certainly one of the better quarterbacks in football. Uh, is Matt Ryan ever going to go down as like an all-time great to me? Definitely not. I think he's going to go down. He's probably going to end up in the Hall of Fame. I don't even know anymore. I give up with that conversation. He's an NFL legend to me, though. He's not an NFL Hall of Famer. I, I will say that right now. Unless he ends up winning like two Super Bowls here down the stretch. Why is he an NFL legend? Well, he's been pretty awesome. I mean, he's... Had some big time moments, games, whatever else it may be. Maybe not a legend what yet. What were his biggest moments? Um, I, uh, I guess I guess you're right. His biggest moments probably the Super Bowl loss, twenty eight to three. I, I I'm not trying to be rude. No, no, I know. He took, he went to the NFC Championship game his rookie year, right? Wasn't it or was his second year? No, it was his second year, I believe. Second year. Yeah, but. I don't. I don't have these these Matt Ryan plays that just pop out in my head. Not at all. He is a he is a system quarterback. Then again, I will say this one more time. He had a long stretch of a lot of doubt for like four or five years. Well, and he's good. never been really successful in the playoffs. I think for the, like the thing I, that you know I would say is he can't make plays with his physical ability by himself all the time, right? When he has a system and a guy like Kyle can be surgical, yeah. right? But. When the system wasn't good and Julio's out, can he carry this team physically? No, I question that. He's done that last year, I thought, was one of his best years of actually just making plays with his physical greatness. But I think the other thing people forget about Matt Ryan at the start of his career, and I know I've said it to you before, Lefko, is they drafted him at, what, the number three pick. And that team was good. See, people forget. They think, oh, they drafted him number three. They must have been horrible. He saved them. No, they were a good football team. They got a high pick because Bobby Petrino and Michael Vick had the dog situation and the this, year before. The season and the whole te- season collapsed. So they ended up being the number three pick in the draft. With really, a good team. They were probably one of the top 12 teams in the league. And I'm happy to self-scout and yeah. be proven wrong. Yeah. And I know that we have Falcons fans that listen. Right. And if you want to send me the moments, I'll correct it on Monday. And I know he's had big wins, you know, the beat the Packers to go in. But it's like, and I know we give a lot of credit to Kyle Shanahan hand for that offense. I just don't really remember a ton of Matt Ryan plays. No, really. You're right. When you said that, I think that's a good way to put it. And the home playoff losses. I mean, he was up 17-0 in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. You know, Aaron Rodgers came there in 9 and went on fire. Remember that game? Even the game against the Rams in this last playoffs, like, didn't the defense have a defensive touchdown? No, the Rams fumbled. It was the fumbled punt, remember? Right. And it was two fumbled punts, right? Right. That's what set the game up. Now Matt Ryan was really good. I, yeah, I just I think Matt Ryan's in the Hall of Good. Hall of Good. I don't, I don't see it. I know his numbers are going to be great, but that's an, an era thing that people need to figure Who's out. Who's better, him or Eli Manning? I would take Eli Manning. Is yeah. that crazy? No, it's not crazy at all. It's, I'm 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 actually thinking about this in my not head. Right not right now, you. obviously, but in terms yeah. of like their all, career, right. You're taking Eli. I think they're very similar in the pocket. Matt's actually starting to run more now than he, he ever has. Right. But in terms of just like throwing the ball, like Eli came up bigger in bigger moments. Yep, you're, I think that's you're right. Eli's going to Eli go to the has Hall of Fame. moments. Eli is definitely He's got multiple moments. Multiple right. moments. Right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you see this: Mark Ingram suspended four games. PEDs uh, had a number of reasons. Not going to go into it. He's not getting cleared, and I'm sorry. Uh, the, this is the list of guys that have been suspended four games. Vontez Perfect, Mark Ingram, Thomas Davis, Corey Legit, 
Vidal Alexander, and Mark Sanchez. One more time. Just go to the weight room and drink a damn protein shake, okay? That's all there is to do it. Nothing else. There's no magic pill that's going to give you an extra bicep or take off ten, ten, a tenth in your 40. I don't get it. And you know me. I'm going to be critical until proven otherwise. I don't care. Well, you cheat, you cheat. You're a cheater. I, don't, I, I can't like say, oh, well, this one, the case is kind of – no. First of all, what his lawyer said, did you read that comment yet? We need to find that because they kind of contradict themselves a little bit already. I mean, they're saying it's what, – what was their thing they basically said? That it was not steroids. Uh, it's, it's a – I'm pulling it up. Two, they, the lawyer made a statement. I'm going to read it to you. I got it right here. So he tested positive for a substance that was not a performance-enhancing substance nor an illegal substance, but a substance, in fact, permissible with proper use exemption with the NFL. He has vigorously challenged the test results through the arbitration of the process. So why do you challenge the test results if you've already on the, some medication that wasn't cleared? Why are you challenging it? That, that doesn't make sense, right? Right away, from, where you, from step one, the lawyer talks out of both sides of his mouth. But then they go on to say, um, the let's see, uh, the first part of the defense, uh, okay, the second part, has vigorously challenged the test results. Well, yeah, that's what I, I mean. That doesn't yeah. make sense. So I guess that was my point. But it when just seems shady. And until they release exactly what it is, he cheated. That's all there is to it. So when you hear that, who's the first person you thought of? Alvin Kamara. Do you think Alvin Kamara can be the featured back? Definitely, yes. I'm worried. Mainly because I go back to the Falcons game where he got hurt. Yeah. And it was kind of like not that big of a hit, shot to the head. Maybe I'm a little bit worn down from last season when we lost so many stars. Like yeah. last season was insane. Yeah. Rodgers and Odell and Watt and everybody. That I'm 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 excited for Kamara to get more carries. Yeah. But at the same point Yeah, you don't want it to hurt the I don't know Super if Bowl built, chances and all that. Yeah, I don't, but I also don't know if he's built to take the 20 to 25 touches. I, like, I know that when you see 15 touches from him last year a game and how explosive he was, you go, we need to get this guy more. Yeah. But I also look at the other side and go, I don't know if I need him in the middle running up there into the gut like 10 times. No, I know. I like him by the edges. Yeah. I know he can go up the middle, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I want him doing that. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of wear I and tear. I want Alvin for a long time. Right. I, I know. And you're right. That's what they are in, in danger of, of wearing him out those first four games. The good thing is they have an easy schedule. You know, the other thing I thought of, I thought of Alvin Kamara, you know, the right way where my mind went, though. It's also the reason he probably took performance-enhancing drugs, because he said, damn, Alvin Kamara's here. He's <laughs> going to come change my job. My, my job. Man. I got to get better. I got to be better. And what did Mike, Mark Ingram have last year? A career year. So I just can't. I can't let it go, man. And he said when we talked to him at the Super Bowl how much he loved having Kamara there. I mean, I preserve his body. I want to root for him. So I mean, if he's listening to me, I don't mean to be a dick. Mark Ingram, yeah, but damn, we love Mark Ingram. I know, but he put himself in this, and for now, until proven otherwise, yeah, you cheated. You know, I cannot. I don't stand. It really is crazy. You love bad people. You love like antiheroes. The one thing you cannot handle is cheaters. Don't know. You can't handle it. Can't do it. Can't do it, Captain. Nope, Captain, do it. Don't have the power. Uh, All right, so I got some really great quotes from you. Really good ones. We're going to start off with Will Blackman. Posted a picture of a diamond and a cubic zirconia, and he said, Dear rookies, want to save money? Buy cubic zirconia earrings. (laughs) You're in the NFL. No one will ever notice you or question you. (laughs) Do you know athletes that were buying big jewelry that wasn't real and stuff from your days? Uh, Yeah, I do. Uh, You've talked about the jewelry guy in the Bucks locker room. Yeah, but that was real. I got worried, though. I'm not going to lie. When I took it to get insured, I was like, damn, I hope this thing's real. I paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. (laughs) I really did. I was nervous. I was I was following Derwin James on yeah. Instagram, and he's showing this briefcase of watches, and he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna cop this one," and it had a label eighty six dollars. He goes, "Yo, man, you need to spend money. Look how much this shines." Yeah, I, and that, I was that, like, "That's what I'm doing." <laughs> it's true. It, if you've ever seen the movie Dope, which I know you haven't, no. it ends with a scene where there's a guy with two like Birkin bags, right. and he goes, "One of these is real, one of these is fake. How do you know which one's real?" And it was like a riddle, and it ended with him going, "The true answer." is is the person carrying the bag determines whether it's real or fake. Meaning, even if it's real, if you don't look like you should have it, they're going to think it's fake. And if you're Anna Wintour, then you're holding a fake bag, they're going to assume it's real. And that's the thing, if you're an NFL player, you could buy fake jewelry and everyone's going to go, 
Do you know his contract? Yeah. You could get away with it. You're right. They, you and will. What's, who cares? No, I, no, you're, you're right. And I thought that quote was going to say you're in the NFL, not the NBA or Major League Baseball. You don't have money to buy those That's diamonds true and too. things. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of these rookies and guys are coming in the league. They're making hundreds of thousands of dollars, so they can't afford that. The cubic zirconium thing definitely had some guys. I'll say this. For me personally, I couldn't do that. I you couldn't, couldn't wear a cubic zirconium. Couldn't be a fake guy. Couldn't be like, oh, this is a Rolex. No, really, it's a Folex, okay? I couldn't do it. I couldn't it's live with myself. It's cheating again. It's cheating. <laughs> just man up, buy the shitty Techno Marine watch or and whatever it is, it. and go, hey, this is what I wear. I'm not wasting money. I don't need to wear a fake plastic diamond to go, oh, I'm fooling people out there with real diamonds. So I couldn't do it. I'm all four players saving their money and not wasting it on yeah. jewelry, certainly. That's funny. Yeah. Fendrick only wears real diamonds. Obviously. Wait, wait, wait. Do you guys, like, you like watches, though, right? Yeah. Like, watches is... You guys love watches. I do like them. You, I don't Rory, spend a ton of money on them. I have one that, that I've spent. One. The yeah. one. The one I have, yes. The big one? The big the, one. The black one that you the wear? Black yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't really buy it. Your wife kind of made you buy she it. She talked me into it. We are at a charity <laughs> thing, It's a nice too. watch. It is a nice watch. It's a good-looking watch. Another quote here from Ichiro. Ichiro... Probably loves watches because he's always on time. This is a story, uh, I believe it was from The Athletic. Uh, One morning in spring training 2017, Ichiro was in the coach's room looking at his cell phone text messages. Ichiro told the coaches about one message he had received from a number he didn't recognize. The guy said he'd gotten Ichiro's number from Alex Rodriguez and that he wanted to come meet him and study his stretching technique. What's the guy's name? Asked one of the coaches. Ichiro scrolled to the end of the text. Some guy named Tom Brady. Who the fuck is Tom Brady? Ichiro. That's amazing. Just so you know, NFL players... Not that famous. Not that famous. Also, Ichiro doesn't care about oh, that man, stuff. Ichiro, I mean, I, it's the, that might have been the first time he was out from underneath a rock since he left. I mean, it's the it, stories about Ichiro are incredible. Yes, he goes to Cooperstown like six times a year, and they know him, and they bring him in a side entrance, and he just goes and reads about history. And it's we've been there; it's a cool experience. Yeah, uh, he visits the graves of. Of dead NMLB legends. Wow, he loves the game so much. I right. mean, there are stories about him that are just his. Like you he, talked about his father a few weeks ago. His how he father's raised him, crazy. All that. Right. Yeah, he, he doesn't have a relationship with his father. And I was curious, who do you think the Ichiro is of the NFL? Someone who's like dedicated so much of their lives to the game and has kind of separated from society, and that when he leaves, really can't leave the game. First thing that came to my mind was Peyton. Yeah, Peyton is certainly one of those guys. He obsessed with with history and his place in it. Yes, he's also, but Peyton's too, uh, he's too. Obsessed with his appearance. Exactly. So he's going to pay attention to the social culture and all that. It's not as pure. Each row is true. Like, I thought about like a Larry Fitzgerald. That was the first Uh. name that went to my head. Now, again, I think he's pretty aware of what's going on in the world, but he does fit that mold of that guy that's just like, nope, I take seven steps and I cut off the left foot and then I put my hands up in this position right. and the ball hits Kirk there. Kirk Cousins has a little bit a little of it bit of too, that, sure, right. but Kirk also sees the big picture right. and he's seeing it as like, I'm setting myself up for a, a financial gain and then I will have an, a Roth IRA and I will set aside money for my children. It's almost like... Unimaginable, though. It's robotic. To be in this country in a sports locker room and not know, like, you can't tell me in September and October that these hasn't been in a major league locker room that doesn't have an NFL game on on a Sunday when yeah. they're playing and the guys are sitting there watching Tom oh, Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. I just, it's amazing to me. That's amazing. Even if you're not a sports fan, you know who Tom Brady is because he's crossed, he's transcended sports. Hey, he's it the guy that went to the Met Gala the other night with that Did golden brewery. People, why are everybody bagging on them? Let's get to it. I'm going to stop going quotes. We'll go back to it. But since we're here, it's the return of a segment that you all know and love. It's Sims Raw Reactions. I show things to Sims for the first time. We get his reaction. Apparently, he's seen this one already. (laughs) So let's go to Tom Brady and Giselle rocking this suit. I'm just going to put it up here so you can see. Yeah, there you go. If you Google Uh, Tom Brady Met Gala. What did you photo. think of everyone's bagging on Tom Brady? I think part of the reason is Giselle put out a video earlier where she's like, "Isn't Tommy so cute? Isn't he so cute?" And she's like, "He's like, okay, enough, enough." He he just looks like a magician. I mean, he, I, I, you're right. I didn't think of that. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. That's part of the bashing of it. I mean, how dare he be handsome and good looking and and well manicured? I don't think but... he looks handsome or good looking in that. Uh, like, I found his hair to be kind of slick to one side. Like for me, Tom is at his best when it's like sporty Tom, and I'm like wearing a hat. You know what I mean? You're maybe like, some Ugg boots. Yeah, but 
he lo- he looked so uncomfortable. He looked for a, fine. I just think for a guy who it's all about his appearance, <laughs> he really seemed like he didn't want to be there at all. He just looked like the, like look at his face in this photo. Like he just looks like he doesn't want to be there. You he know looks like I mean? he should be in the circus. <laughs> like he's going to come out on stage. I, I don't think it was that. He bad. looks First like of all, the evil magician in a movie. Like if Harry Potter, I can see that. They're like, this is our new wizard of teaching tricks, and he's like, hello, Harry. He's extremely <laughs> handsome. I don't think there's any way around that. Okay, and the outfit's not that bad. Now, listen, it was May 5th, and he's wearing a turtleneck. I understand that's a, that is a little weird. That's what a lot of people like. That's the style on the right E now. channel, and people are gonna. But the theme was what. The Catholic Church, right? No. That it, was the theme. It was not the Catholic Church. The theme was something like, like, I'll look it up. Look it up. Look it up? I mean, why do you think Rihanna dressed like the fucking Pope? Met Gala 2018 theme. theme. According to Google, it may be contra- heavenly bodies, fashion, and the Catholic imagination. Okay. So you were kind of close. I was, I'm I, actually right. Just I, no, it's not. It. I heard the heavenly bodies. That's why Katy Perry came with wings. That was hard. That was the dumbest outfit of all. Okay. Love, she is such a cheese ball. We have one but, more. But, okay. What? But no. I mean, I just, I don't like that everybody bagged on him. That's all, I really did. I'm, like it, You're it, such a Brady fan. I love me some Brady. <laughs> uh, I thought it was actually a cool jacket. Well, one guy that they didn't get on his back, right. and also an NFL player, Cam Newton was at the Met Gala. Was he really? Here's his outfit. Now, he looks good. That is a nice jacket. A blue, purple, crazy jacket with big hat and some sunglasses. That's really cool that he was there. I'm glad to see that. Let me, now, can we get my camera real quick just now, to show everybody? That is Cam That's Newton. not a good look. So the guy that everyone loved, Cam Newton, Sims hates, and the one in terms of his fashion. Yeah. And you're like, Brady, what didn't you like about this? I, I mean, I don't it know. It didn't go with the theme? No, it definitely didn't go with the theme. I like that you're a purist to the theme. <laughs> Sims is banging the table every two seconds here, and I'm hearing it in my headphones. And the whole I, desk shaking. Yeah, I just, I'm not for like that look right there. I will say this about Cam. Like iridescent, what is that? Cam Water has still? reached a Water point paint? where he gets compliments no matter what he wears. Yeah. His style is crazy jacket, big hat, right. big smile. Because yeah. Cam's smile, I think Cam is handsome. Is more handsome than Tom Brady. Right. Either I way, think if we're stacking handsome. them up, they're both handsome. God, you really have a crush on Tom. Well, I'm just telling I, you. They're I, both I will handsome. say that Cam is given a lot of leverage in his style. Yes. And I think sometimes it's like he's dressing crazy. It must be cool. Yeah. But I just like Cam a lot. I do too. It's cool that he's Cam there. I'm excited for that. I wore a jacket like that to my bar mitzvah. No, you didn't. I did. Absolutely Definitely not. not. I did. Definitely. I'll not. pull up the pictures. I will we'll say, I was, I was very surprised to see Cam Newton at the Met Gala. Me too. I mean, the Met Gala is for the famous. Of the famous. Exactly. And it's cool that we, I mean, I'm surprised Odell wasn't there. I know. I don't know if he was invited. I know. You know what he was doing? It was working Wednesday out? night. He was working out. Uh, <laughs> Podcast day, workout PR. day, baby. He didn't put out another video, did he? He does every Wednesday. Oh, oh, come out tonight. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. He'll He'll be be there. There. <laughs> PR. Speaking of Odell, it's our last quote of the week. Uh, John Mara. Quote, it's not the first contract negotiation we've ever had. It will get done when it's supposed to get done. What does that make you think? It makes me think, um, damn, Odell, please don't play. Just Mm. don't play until they sign you, until a long-term deal. Go to all the workouts, run on the grass, but anything involved with other players on the field competing where you have to run routes and people are going to cover you and maybe be underneath your feet if you have to jump and catch a football. What are you laughing at? Don't worry <laughs> about I'm it. going off on no, this? No, no, or no, this is Go great. for it. Uh, I, don't do it. I, I mean, this is, this is your one chance to strike gold and get long-term security for you, your family, the future of your family, everything. Don't go on the field. Well, don't worry. Well said. He's definitely getting a contract. The question is when. And Sims, before you give me your answer, it's not just you participating. It's not just me. It's not just Fendrick. We are putting this out to Sims and Lufko. Okay. Many people out there, when they have a child, there is a due date. And everyone gets around and they guess, when's the baby going to come? And that's what we're doing. Odell's our baby. When is that contract coming? I have gone online and I have gone to ExpectNet, which is a website for guessing baby deliveries. Yes. And I've built our baby, Odell Beckham Jr. I'm going to tweet out the link later and it says, Welcome to Chris and Adam's baby game. Oh my God. I am listed as the father. You are listed as the mother. That's a disgrace. Well, I'm the work husband. You're the work wife. How does that be? We already because agreed when it to comes those to roles. Odell, you are the 
motherly influence in Odell, and I am the father that just eh, left go PR, put out the put out the workout videos. I'm going to tweet out the link. I'll put it uh, on the YouTube as well that you guys can go out there. It's a little bit weird. It is. You weird. Ha- you're such a cute little Odell. Don't 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 take any money. You're know your value. You're a cute little Odell. I have already put in my date and my time. Uh, you also have to guess the weight and height of Odell do when that. he's born. No, I've already guessed. Oh, okay. He'll be 15 pounds, two ounces, and 21 <laughs> that's, inches. That's, in a, length. that's a big baby. It's a big baby. It's, it's my Odell baby. Uh, I have already made my guess. Uh, I have made my guess that Odell gets a contract July 20th at 4 p.m. Damn, when does training camp start for them? Can you tell me that? <laughs> That'll be the Damn, game. I didn't look at that. But that was a good, that's a good time frame. You're in the time frame. Really? Yeah, that, as soon as you said when, I was like, oh, a week before camp, three days before training camp. The first day of training camp, it's going to be something like that. So the franchise player designations happen on on uh, July sixteenth. Um, yeah, that's when they have to. If they can't lo- agree to a long term deal before that, then the franchise tag deal stays as is. Well, you're going to have to look that up. Sims, would you like to enter your? What do you got for me? I was just going to ask if I can introduce a gambling component to this. I'll tweet that out. What, if you, what? Wanna, you can Venmo me what's money your, and all. What's I'll, your gambling component? Well, I'm just saying I could say everyone Venmos me five bucks, and then whoever gets the date, I'll Venmo the money back to him. I, I think what we do is the person that gets that closer, we're going to send them some Sims and Lefkoe. We swag. can do that too. Yeah, we can send swag. That's fine. That's less illegal than gambling. I'm on, just going to uh, say the second day of training camp. Okay. So whenever that is, if they report we gotta on figure the 25th, Fendrick, you're I really... think it's I think it's July 23rd. July 23rd. Uh, let's see. Preseason training camp, official preseason, July, mid-July. It's we'll look gonna, it up. Yeah, we'll look it up. around there. Yeah, right, I think so it's July 23rd. You, you're gonna make, we're going to find out when training camp is, and Sims, the father's guess, is going to be the second day of training third. camp. I'm going to go third. Oh, man. Third you're, you're day. You're a Third day. Because what's going to happen is the first day they're going to report, and everybody's going to go, oh, where's Odell? Right. Then the second day is going to be, whoa, full-fledged Odell's not here. Everybody's caught on. And they're going to be like, all right, we got to get in the room and get this deal done. Uh, we can't answer, I can't answer these questions about this guy anymore. Mm. Okay, I'm over it. I'm over all right, it. So I will, they got to get the deal done. So Sims will just enter his guess, yes. uh, and we're just going to keep track of it. Yep. So Sims and Lefko listeners, I'm going to send you to ExpectNet when our baby Odell gets his contract. You go on there, pick a, pick a time and a, and a date, and whoever gets it. Wins. We'll see. And and thus, when Odell signs, Simpson left. I hope you do this for your own real kid when he comes, okay? Yeah, we'll do that on the podcast for sure. I want to do that. Also, if anyone has any suggestions on a website to use for this prediction pool other than a baby prediction website, we're open to that, too. I guess so. I think it's funny (laughs) to use a baby prediction website. I, I think we should do this also in the future with other big contracts, but Odell's kind of been our baby. He is our baby. So I'm excited for that a he's, lot. He's my little Odell. Uh, speaking of uh, Odell Beckham, the Was NFL— Was I allowed to say that? Yeah, you're good. Okay, the I'm NFL 100 rears its ugly head again. Uh-oh. Odell Beckham Jr. came in at 77. Oh, 77. He was the top five best players in football the year before. He only missed 12 games. But for some reason, J.J. Watt, who hasn't played in two years, is only ranked a few spots. Behind him, Snacks Harrison was not in the top 100, right. and he came out and he was pissed. Whoa. And he said, "I will remind every lineman we play this year while I'm whipping their ass that they didn't vote for me. Blame it on the top 100. So don't ask me what's your problem, man. Yeah. You should know already. When the list comes back, y'all hands gonna shake when you think of me, Snacks Harrison. Was he a top 100 player? Mm, it's, border, <laughs> it's borderline. It's borderline. I mean." He probably is, really. He probably is. If you... So I thought about it. So if it's but a what... top 100. Yes. That means that there's an 11 on offense. There's 11 on defense. So that's 22. So it's about five starting units of O-line and D-line. Yeah. Now, quarterbacks are going to get that, more that, in. That's what happens. Is those sexy positions get in there that shouldn't be Wide in there. receivers, corners. Right. Low-level yeah. tight ends. And we go, well, he's not that great. He's one of the top but, he, but he, had, he had touchdowns this year. So he had right. 10 touchdowns. He had seven catches on the year, but 10 of them were touchdowns. Like Gabe Jackson would have no chance of making the list. No, some of those guys don't. You're right. Yeah. And they deserve to. You're exactly right. Andrus Pete. You know what I mean? Right. Stuff like that. None of them. No. None, they don't have a chance. no. And, and then like most of the guys voting, unless they're playing the D-line, they're not even going to know Andrus Pete's one of the best O-line in football. It's just funny to me that this happens every year, yeah. and these players keep getting upset. Why do they worry? Didn't we just, hey, Damon, Ichiro don't even know who Tom Brady is. Relax. 
There's plenty of people who voted are fucking clueless about this. Was this around when you were playing? Yeah, a little bit. And did this, were you, like, did this get discussed in the Bucks locker room? I mean, some people filled out, it's like, it wasn't even everybody in the locker room. It was that like, got to participate? Yeah, not everybody, okay. no. It was, it was like certain guys who had a, just, you had a like, list of top 20 players. Yeah. Mm. I think it was something like that, and then you put your top twenty players down, and somehow they formulated. That this would whole be thing. good to see. Of all the defensive linemen that participate, do they just put all offensive linemen because that's who they're used to going against? Well, yeah. Or, how many quarterbacks make this list on a yearly basis? Like, what? Do you, what is the average? Right? Probably I mean, a good amount. I mean, it's like twenty out of the thirty-two making the list every That'd year. Be interesting. You know, that would be worth it too, right? Yeah. yeah. Screw those guys. They yeah. just suck. Screw those guys. Uh, we have whoa big. You working on your one hundred yet? No, it's due next week. Negative, so let's get to. Uh, we got whoa big off season. We have. Uh, Oh, bad off season. We still have mascot battle, and we still have some Sims reaction to get to. But let's call Phil in the cell. Okay. Uh, let's see if he picks up. Okay. If he does, we got a lot of stuff to talk to him about. We do because we got a big mascot battle. But if he doesn't pick up, I'm going to leave a voicemail. Okay. Leave it. Big Phil. Big Chris, Phil. what's he doing right now? Let everybody know. Yeah. He's doing the Hackensack Hospital. Commercial Hackensack Hospital is a big hospital and up that's here in the why tri-state area. And I that's why love, he's skipping this. I would yes. love to undercut Phil and be like, you like Phil. You'll love the younger version of Phil, Chris. And he's cheaper, too. <laughs> Takes the business away from Let's see if he answers. Oh, I would love it. Oh, I would, too. Oh, I, hope, I hope he's in the middle of a take. Oh, hello. That would be amazing if he didn't put it on vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> Your call has been recorded for an automated Dagger. voice messaging system. Okay. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, you big fucker. You're supposed to be on with us right now. Big Phil. Big time in us, huh? I see. You're in here dropping off comments to Newsday. You're not man enough to come on our podcast. Listen, man, we have a lot of things to iron out for this draft party. People want to propose at your house, and you're just going to big time us for a hospital? Hospitals heal people. We give people stuff to live for. <laughs> Way to make a big decision here, Phil. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for being such a great dad. to <sighs> So you hang up on this fool. Yeah, hang up on Phil. We're done. We're done. (laughs) That was was an ugly voicemail. He's going to like it, though. You think so? Yeah, he will. I hope he calls back. Uh, He'll do it. Yeah, he's he's funny. He's always (laughs) I I always send him, like, an encouraging thing, like, you know, when we're done or whatever. I'm always like, you were funny today. Good job. Yeah. And he's he's it's always the same thing, like, oh, it's easy with you two idiots or whatever. (laughs) It's easy to look good with you two idiots. Oh, big Phil. Uh, all right, so this is the whoa, big offseason. Uh, Jet CEO hypes Darnold as the franchise savior. Oh, my god. Woody gosh. Johnson. Uh, is this Woody Johnson no, or his son? his brother. His brother. Brother. What's yep. his name? Chris Johnson? Chris, brother Johnson? I think it is. Uh, he said, I think people are going to look back and they're going to realize 20 years from now, this is the moment that the Jeffs shifted the, the, into the a new year. They're not the Jeffs. The, Jets. the Jets. They had, became a great team. This is my favorite part of the quote. I'm not the GM. I'm not the head coach. And then goes on to give evaluations like them. But I can recognize a great football player. And he's so good at playing football when everything goes wrong, when the pocket collapses. When all goes to hell, he can throw across his body. He can throw when his feet are in the wrong place. He can do a lot of things that are hard to teach. I love that he goes, I don't know football, but here's my football analysis of the co- the quarterback. But the, the front office is bought in. It's I would hope they are. Sam Darnold's the future. They, I mean, he is the future. I know we've talked about it. They should make him the starter as long as they don't feel like he's totally overwhelmed by the playbook or anything like that. There's no point in like uh, you know waiting or delaying the inevitable. He's the guy. They're not going to the Super Bowl this year. Josh McCown is. This is it. So just go ahead, let him get out there and play. Um, yeah, don't you like that though when the when the owners come out and, and tell you. So I always go back to like this with my, especially like the Jets. Like, come on, man. You gotta like they need to of all teams need to follow the 
what would New England do? Mm. New England wouldn't do that, okay? They wouldn't anoint somebody that hasn't done crap for their organization yet, king of their organization, before he's ever stepped on the field. And that, to me, mm. it's just unnecessary. It's unnecessary even for Sam Darnold. Just it, to put the pressure on him, it extra puts pressure, pressure on Sam Darnold. All those things. It further places Josh McCown as the lame duck, even though we knew he was going to be a lame yeah. duck. And it eliminates hopefully motivates Teddy Bridgewater's contention for this job. Right, just let it play out. Yeah, just we don't need your sound bites. I know. They just need to hear themselves, I think. I, there definitely Do is. Do they not realize that when the G, the owner or the uh, CEO uh, says this, that it's going to become a thing? Or do you think they know it's going to become a thing and they just want themselves on the record? Oh. No, he's just hoping it becomes a thing, and he's really happy that he got a guy that they wanted in the draft, and he fell to number three, and they thought I, he was the I best player. More, did he know oh. that his quote was going to become news? Oh, uh, gosh, I sure hope so. I mean, man. So it happens every day in New York where someone says something and I then know. it becomes news. It's, it's such a repeated cycle at this yeah. point. All right. Uh-oh. Rough off season. Uh, Roquan Smith has a team-issued iPad stolen from his car. But, Sims, you found it really interesting because, according to the police report, it suggested that Smith left his car unlocked. And you were completely stunned by well, that. Well, uh, yes. A little stunned? A little he stunned? He was back in Georgia. You mean, yes, was I... The guy in the locker room who was n- n- labeled Silver Spoon guy? I don't know. I always locked my car. I didn't trust anybody out there. And this is what you're not realizing? Yeah. When you live in, in the South, yes, I know. you leave your doors unlocked. I know. When I was in Nebraska. People do that in my uh, town in Old Greenwich, and I would go cars to, get I would stolen. go to people's houses, and they go, you need to use the driveway? Yeah. Just go in there and move right. the car. Right. Can I have the key? It's still in the ignition. Yeah. What? You leave your key in the ignition? When I was back in Louisville yeah. and I would go around, dude, the amount of times that my friend, my friend Tiffany, go to my house, do- front door is unlocked. Yeah, your yeah. front door is unlocked? Yeah. Like, as a New Yorker, you go, this is insane. Right. Like, I have two doors that automatically lock in my lobby, and then you got to get up, and then I lock that door, too. It. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. And empty your car out, Roquan Smith. I mean, old jerseys in there. I mean, the iPad. You're going to leave your playbook iPad in an unlocked car? That yeah. is, to me, where I would be, like, stressing. I mean, that's where I would have been, like, I'm not going anywhere in my life. Until I find this damn iPad. Well, I wouldn't even leave it anywhere other than, like, underneath my arm. Like, you see me walking around with my iPad when yeah. I'm watching yeah. film around here. You won't here. let me use it. No, I just, I'm going to keep it. Because it, it's not my property, and yeah. it's my responsibility, and I'm going to have it with me wherever I go. I'm just happy. Teams. I was okay. going to say, I'm just happy his BMW X5 uh, didn't get taken, and it's like, he got everything back yeah, already. Yeah, he did, he did. And it's I a learning lesson. That, no, but, yes. but I, I think yeah. it's an interesting thing in America. America, like some some parts of this country, everything's locked. Yes. Other parts, it's like we trust everybody. Yes, right. How do the teams protect their playbooks now that it all exists in an iPad? Yeah, and it's not an actual book that they have to walk around with. Yeah, yeah. The, you mean that like things can't be sent to other people? Yeah, well, like well, it can be can totally controlled by the football team, right? By their people, like in their technology department, yeah. they literally can wipe the thing clean even from their office. In no Chicago. matter where it is, right? Like if he said he lost it, they probably were like, oh, iPad number four three seven two. Oh, we're gonna erase Plays all things gone. in there, right? Whatever it may be, and then it's all gone. I could, f- I feel like people could just like a player could easily just hit a wrong button and send the whole thing out like see you doing that <laughs> yeah <laughs> could yes. happen i'm just glad that we're saving trees for the better of exactly the environment. yeah that's the good thing put it on the ipad yes. the reason i'm Throw pissed phil isn't here is i wanted to make news today yeah kurt warner comes out and says he's a 47 year old quarterback that wanted to play and i was like we were gonna get phil at right. 62 and he's gonna say i wanted to play this year but i need to know what you think about this kurt warner quote was uh, apparently he was on like a baseball broadcast. Uh, quote, I was actually ready to go for this coming season, 2018. I actually talked to a coach and my wife said, go for it. I think it would be great, Warner said. So I actually talked to a coach about possibly doing it if they needed someone, but then they went out and signed somebody. I don't think they thought I was serious, so I think we're completely done now. Now I'm done. He needs to read Ego is the Enemy. He needs to read the book badly. <laughs> like, badly. Yes. So it's been an interesting two weeks of Kurt Warner saying, how was I passed up for Monday Night Football? And I can't believe that coach didn't oh, take me uh, seriously. And then the I, cryptic text message he sent about the Monday Night Football where he said it meant nothing to do. Remember, he sent a, he, uh, said, he said, like, why tw- are people that are getting this the right. people that are deserved? That should be qualified. And then he said, oh, no, I was just talking about our world in general. Like, he wouldn't man up to say, yeah. like, no, I was actually. Direct- Kurt Warner's interesting. 
because the first like eight years of his career, all you heard about was the Iowa Stampeders and the bagging groceries. And isn't this story amazing? Yes. And now that you see him being like, I, I, I deserve this. And I, it's like a different Kurt Warner than I'm used to. I'm yeah. still thinking of Iowa Kurt <clears throat> Warner with his wife with the spiky hair. Like, that's what I'm thinking. I know. Um, but what, was, what did you think when you heard that? I, I just— Did I, you think, Kurt, you thought you could play? I think I should still Well, I, I, I just want to throw the challenge flag on all of it. I just think he's really kind of placating to his ego, a little like he did with his April Fool's joke from a few years ago. What Remember was that? that? Oh, said he would talk to a team, was thinking about coming back to play. Read it. Look it up. He said it like three years ago. Went on for three days to say, no, it was real. Right. Then was asked on April 4th, and he said, no, nah, actually, it was an April Fool's joke because he was scared. The NFL Network was reporting it, and he started to realize, damn, they're going to want a source here soon, and I don't have anyone that actually wanted me to come play because I bullshitted it just to make me feel good with my ego or, or fool everybody else out there. I forgot. He revealed an April Fool's joke three days later. He went on with it. He, he, he said it on Twitter. Right. And then he went on. The NFL Network reported on it, saying, no, he is contacted by teams. I don't like Kurt Warner. I'm just going to put it out well, there. You stay clear. This is my lane. I just He's the opposite of what we were saying before. Yeah. People that, that are afraid of the public and don't speak truth to the public are my least favorite people. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, you're right. It's a little bit of just that <clears throat> politician smile at times. I, I think ultimately, whether I like him I or don't, don't like him, to be in the Hall that of was where I was going to go. To me, he will go down definitely as one of the most overrated quarterbacks ever. I mean— Ever, without a doubt, and I don't mean. But since he was a part of the greatest show on turf, I I I get that. But the problem is, is there's 20 other quarterbacks that would have won multiple Super Bowls with that team, and he only won one. So I have that's see that's where context matters. That was the best team in football for like four years in a row. When we talked with five years in a row, Bruce and Orlando Pace, so they had more compliments about Trent Green than anything. Well, that they they, of course are going to look at that team and go, wait, we know we were the talented ones, and we made him. I mean, think about what touchdown pass won the Super Bowl for them. Remember he threw the pass to Isaac Bruce? Do we sit there and go, ooh, what a pass by... No, we said, damn, Isaac Bruce jumped over the guy, caught the ball, made four people miss, and ran another 40 yards. Even in the Patriots and that game, was the play. Ricky Prohl's touchdown was catch, shimmy, shimmy, shake, break, tackles, get into the So that's zone. all I'm saying. I know I sound like a Kurt Warner hater. Uh, I will say this, though. But it does. To it, come back and do what he did with the Cardinals later on. It's an amazing that story. That was amazing. It's a, yes, again, but again... Top level talent around him. Larry Fitzgerald in his prime, Anquan Bolden in, in his, his prime. prime. Yes, with like a guy Steve Breston who wasn't. Did bad. he have Edgerin James for that run? He had Edgerin James there a little bit. Yes. So again, I, the story is great, and what he came from is amazing. But I feel like that story like just made him a Hall of Famer. It's like everyone it was did. just like, "Well, this is a great story." Anyone a Super Bowl, if he's a Hall of Famer. And if Kurt Warner's in the Hall of Fame, right? Phil Simms should be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Hashtag Phil Sims Hall of Fame. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I just knew you were going to have something interesting to say. Well, the 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 April Fool's thing is the first thing that went to my I head. I totally forgot. About I was that. like, damn, and I I the looked tweet, it up right away. I was like, didn't he say this? The tweet said at F, uh, at FSU Pro Day actually had a team come up and ask if I would consider doing a private workout. Ha ha. I know I'm 43, but intrigued. Hashtag just do it. And then oh, the at, hashtag just, just do, do it. it. Last thing is I want to say this. He tweeted what last night must have been a slow news day. Like he was mad that people made. Do you want attention or not? You're a public you want to be the Monday Night Football host, then you don't want anybody to pay attention to you. I don't know. Figure it out. But no, it's not. That's a, why I'm out. It I'm wasn't out. a slow news day. You're a Hall of Fame quarterback that said team approached you at 47. That's going to make news. You would be like the oldest quarterback to ever play the position. Right. That is history. Right. Thus, it's news. Right. Yeah. It's funny. So. We should start. That'd be a fun game to play. How much news can we manufacture with Phil Sims? No, that's what I wanted to I, do. I, today. I know. Sixty-two-year-old yeah. Phil Sims said he has stronger arm than Kurt Warner. It's a great headline. And ready to play next. It's a year. great headline. And yeah. I think that we could get into Phil and like pump him up too. He's like, I do think I have a stronger arm. I still bench four fifty. I bet you Phil can push more weight than Kurt Warner. Kurt's Kurt's got some muscle though. He stays He's in the weight room. He stays yeah, in the I'm not going to be this defiant in front of Kurt Warner. Like if Kurt Warner. Here, and be like, man, you got us. <laughs> and then he leaves and be like, what an asshole. All right. Um, so here's how we're doing mascot battle. Am I judging it today? No. Oh, man. The Simpson Lefko universe is judging. 
I'm going to let you know, Sims, ahead of time. I can't I, even remember who I am. I put out the poll, <laughs> and I said, who do you think will win the next mascot battle? Right. Sims as a giant oh. or Lefko as a jet. 61% of people pick Sims. Here's a deal. I think they were betting because they were thinking that Phil has been dipping in the family pot and rooting for his son a little bit more. Uh, because you're still trying to figure out your argument, we're going to let you go first. No, no, you got to go gonna first. You're the on. loser. We are going to put this out. I'm going to clip this as a video. I'm going to put it on Twitter, and we're going to let everyone vote. Sims and Lefko, they get to pick Sims because winner gets ball. Doesn't Diff- winner get to choose? I thought winner gets to choose. No, w- winner gets ball. <laughs> uh, put us on uh, split screen really quick. Um, Sims, you are a giant. I am a jet. What is your argument for you in this mascot? Battle? I, I, I am a giant. I am a great mythical figure. Okay? Mm. Uh, I am the New York City, New York football giants, the greatest city in the world, and I am one of the greatest figures in the world. I am a giant. Mm. You cannot mess with thyself. Um, Myth- mythological, right? I, mm, that's what you're thinking about? No. Like a mythological figure? No, that's no, fine. Because what's <laughs> funny is when you go back to Greek mythology, the average height of a giant is 14 feet. Not that tall. Interesting. But, but enough. You know, to chop the wing off of a jet airplane. Interesting. And strong enough to go, oh, Mr. Jet Airplane, you can't fly or do anything now. To uh, the people of the internet, I would like to say to you that, do you remember in 1998? Damn it. Yes. Jets were fighting against Godzilla, who was the size of buildings, much taller than 14 feet, and they destroyed Godzilla. A 14-foot giant, it's nothing. And yes, a giant could clip the wing. We saw King Kong smack the wing of a biplane this is a jet we don't need to get close we hover above and we drop missiles you can jump and you can swipe you can't reach us when we fly above this, are, this is a pri- jets in a walk off this is this is this is a private jet for one these are not they don't have bombs or guns <laughs> time out this is new private york it's woody johnson new york jet. woody john have private you seen the picture jet. of the jet There's, i don't see one gun on there i see propellers fighter okay? jets and giant has so many different meanings so it's like like it's I. What did you just look up well, on no, dictionary.com? I'm just saying, if I go over more, I could just you know uh, of gr- very great size or force, <laughs> gigantic. He's, he's stalling. <laughs> All he's I'm stalling. saying is that in that fight of the giant, whether that be one one from Game of Thrones, that's or who something I got like up on that, my screen. Yeah. I mean that 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 plane, he's never gonna get off the ground. Papa, it's never going to get off the ground. He doesn't need to. So, so why do you have guns? Nothing was said about guns and bringing weaponry. I can bring weaponry, too. Then my giant then has you know a, what? He's got a big gun, too. He's going to shoot your crap down. There's two ways this thing ends. If we're allowed to have weapons, the giant's done. If not, kamikaze. We're going right into you, and neither of us are surviving. Internet, you decide. So, so no, in all serious stuff, what's a giant? Like what, what? What do you think they're truly uh, named after? I mean, this is one one. I know that's one one. And then how dare you think you could beat one one? Okay, that's, that's Phil, Phil Sims, Sims yeah. the giant. There he is. Okay, yeah. For everybody that's new to the podcast, look at uh, how many arrows. George R. R. Martin, the creator of Game of Thrones, the giant he created in Game of Thrones was named one one. And the reason he's called one one, which giant wore the number eleven one one? Phil Sims. Phil Sims was George R. R. Martin's favorite NFL player. And that is why he named the giant one one. I think it's awesome. That it, is cool. it. Yeah. it is cool. He's a zombie. We're still waiting for this next season. Probably have to wait like a year and a half. Right. He's never going to finish the book, and it's going to be awful. But vote jet or giant. I can't I lie. Really I totally forgot about this. And I know I, you yeah. always do. That's I what do. makes the segment that Damn. much better. Damn, Josh, you are not the ruler in making the decision. But I'm just curious. But if seriously, you were, what is who the would giant? Like, what is a giant though? Like, are they saying it's a mythical figure? Or are they talking about, like, the, that just you the walked, city that You walked then? right into that. When you said mythical figure, I was like, yes, I looked at Greek mythology. As as like, yes. Too literal. No, but seriously, I'm hey, Josh, what's your verdict? I'm not going to offer my opinion. I don't want to sway the public, so I will you, what reserve. About, what about Sims's thing about saying, what is a giant? I, oh, it's a, it's I think a it's, large human. Yeah, I think it's a large I think of 1-1. One, one. That's what I always thought the Giants were. Yeah, like were. George Murison standing on Sean Bradley's shoulders. Exactly. That's why. Yeah, I you nailed it. 14 feet. It also says it could be a star of relatively great size and luminosity yeah, compared to ordinary star. stars. Just says giant. Other meanings under giant. It's just basically telling you it's this force that's so great that certainly a jet can't overcome it. Dictionary.com. So you're, you're saying that it's just an adjective. It's just. So it could have been the Philadelphia awesome. It's like. The New York giant. It's you're like, saying it's just an adjective. Right, it's like God. 
What? <laughs> this is just ridiculous. a mythical being out there that controls all. I'm trying to look at pictures of the Jets. Now, I will say, oh, but see, there's different logos here. Like the one in 1960 looks like a fighter pilot. I'm seeing right no, now. No, that's just the way planes looked in 1960. But now I'm seeing the other ones that it just looks like a plane. Yeah. You don't have guns. There's never been guns coming out of the Jets. Okay. They're talking about the New York Jets because there's a lot of That's rich- the one I think of. That's the one I think of, too. Looks like a 737 Boeing. You're in trouble against the Giants. You know how giant. many bombs you can carry in a 737 <laughs> Boeing and just drop them from above? All right, guys. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to be back on Monday. Wow, this is it? This is it. Are you kidding me? Did you have anything else you want to get off your chest? We d- First of all, hold all right, on. Stop the one music. second. We do, I think, like, we're at the time of the year... Like, we got to give NBA basketball a little love, right? No? Yes. Okay. I'm working on getting Cameron back. He's playing hardball. Oh, is he playing hardball? No, not really. He All just right. he wants to come in. Okay. I hope he does, too. I'd like to have that talk. But All right, so it. hold on. We're going to do a little bit of NBA. What, what, did you, what do you need to get off your I, chest? I, I How just, amazing I, LeBron is? Yeah, pretty much. Would he be a tight end in the NFL? Oh, I'm just kidding. Don't answer that question. <laughs> no. That's like every conversation I, ever. It's actually somebody asked me that today. It's so uh, But I, I, I just am amazed at LeBron still. Who's the LeBron of the NFL? Hmm. I, I guess. Like, who's the guy that's just like utter dominance longer than you ever thought was possible? I was going to go Saquon Barkley, but he hasn't I was going to say yet. L- L- uh, Larry Allen. Well, I mean, I if know. you went for like, utter dominance for a long period of time, I got to go like Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Right. I mean, just for the pure length of that. From someone that's not played like, sports at the highest level, yeah. you're still amazed by LeBron? I'm amazed by LeBron from this sense. That's why I just wanted to talk about it for two seconds. I've never seen a guy who's more expected to go 40, 12, and 10 on a daily and basis, he and he does it, and then we all just go, Meh. oh, 40, 12, and 10. Huh. Oh, we no have gotten so It's so unbelievable. And I grew up in the Michael Jordan era, and I'm still going to sit here and tell you Michael Jordan's better. Uh, but, man, really? is it close. Yes, I am, but it's really close. And, I mean, I got to really see and be a part of the Michael Jordan era and, and was in high school when he was going to championships and all that still. Yeah, you were more in the prime than I was. Yeah, I just and, and, and I just still I look at LeBron and just go, listen, I know he's not in the West and he's in the East, and people, like, use that against him too. And I want to be like, well, maybe all those players that are yes. free agencies, they never come to the East because they don't want to deal with LeBron, so he don't get mad at him. He was the cause to that effect. Exactly, yes. exactly. But I, I just am amazed by that. I'm, I, I'm, I'm almost rooting against them because— It's, it's going to be a blowout if he gets to the come finals. Come on. I mean, are you kidding yeah. me? This team, this, this is going to be more arguments. We'll see, he can't win the championship. I can't name the other four guys that started the team with him, yeah. except for— uh, See, I don't know. I think, for, just, me, I think for me— I'm just amazed, The though. finals this year will be Warriors-Rockets. It is. That's the finals. It is, no doubt. But, it, but in terms of LeBron, this is the year where if he makes it, yeah. it'll be like a no-lose situation. Yeah, I hope he so. He goes to, what is this, his eighth or ninth? It'll be eighth in a row, ninth. Eighth in a row, eighth in a row finals, which is is really insane. No, it's insane. It's insane. Yes. Um, and then if he plays the Warriors, no one's giving him a chance. I hope not. And he'll still do the 40, 12, and 10, and his final statistics will get raised right. by it. He might have a chance if they play the Rockets. I don't think it's high, but I think the style that the Rockets play, if the shots aren't falling, yeah, right. then I think he might have a chance. I think he's a better chance against the Rockets Definitely. than the Warriors. And the Rockets have never been there. And that's all the that. thing. Right. Is James, Chris Paul is getting to his first championship mm-hmm. series. Okay. Yeah. Harden's never been like the, the never been there finals yeah. pressure. Yeah. It's like remember what Harden was like last year in the game seven? He completely folded. The finals with LeBron on the other side. You don't know the mental makeup of that team. You're right. The Warriors get there. It's over. It's it might over. be a four game sweep, and and we just go. Wow, we're witnessing one of the greatest like terrors we've ever seen. The Warriors yeah. are unstoppable. Yeah. Um, I also don't agree with people. I know you think it's bad for the NBA. It's kind of cool to be in an era of watching an unstoppable force. I know that we want it to be crazy, but just like you watch LeBron and go 40, 12, and 10, we take this for granted. Don't take the Warriors for granted. I don't take it for granted, but I don't even... I challenge myself every game to be like, this ball movement is insane. The talent on the field, the court is insane. Like... 
I, I, I get like you. I go, I go, this is going to be a blowout. But then I try to at- appreciate the blowout. Yeah, I get it. Because I, it's special. It is. There's, I, I don't want to. They're, they're going to be in the conversation for one of the greatest teams in the history of the sport. Ever. I think when all they're of a sudden done. There. They're already there. Right. If they didn't lose that one to LeBron and them, we'd be going, oh my gosh, this is the greatest run ever. They're going to win it all. I don't think there's any stopping them. Yeah. I think the thing that bothers me is this, just with that conversation, and then we'll get done with the podcast, is like. I mean, they're just their top four players. Oh. Any one of them would be the second best player for the Cavs. That's a great. That's pick. really the point, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, okay, maybe Thompson for Love is close, but I still think I'd take Clay Thompson over Kevin Love because of what he can do defensively. He's yes. going to shoot better too. I love Clay Thompson. So you just look at it from that standpoint and go, yeah, none of them are better than LeBron. Yes, none of them are better than LeBron. But Durant's the only one where it becomes an argument because Durant could be the isolated guy on a team yes. and still put up those numbers. He is uh, Durant. I think has made a horrible career decision by going there, though. Still, I actually think it's it's getting worse because. He's going. He's in. He's an irrelevant what metric. He's just an irrelevant land to me. I don't even. I don't think people even think about. It. Oh yeah, that's right. He's on their team. They're great. It, they win without him. It doesn't matter. He's not. Doesn't play. They go eighteen to zero without him. Doesn't matter. He missed the last eighteen games of last season. I'm they looking at it from a human perspective. I would much rather live in California than Oklahoma City. I would much oh, rather I have titles than I'm that. Just talking he's about... still getting a max contract. Yeah. He has set up because he lives in Oakland. Tons of future ventures in Silicon Valley because of his fame there. So technically in terms of like extending his career, he's built his post-career life because he's playing on that team. I, I get all that. I, I know. I'm just saying I don't think he's ever going to get the credit for the player that he probably is because of this. I think when it's all said and done. It's like those Celtics teams in the 70s where you're like, well the whole team was the good. Whole team it's, was amazing. it's hard to pick he's one gonna, guy. He's going to get lost in translation there. I just I just think that's just the thought. I'm all surprised right. you didn't take it the direction of all the extra miles LeBron has had to put on his body by playing two extra months than everybody for the past oh. nine years plus the, the olympics and and he's and still leading, performing at peak level I, that's it's beyond amazing I, someone out there today oh he's on steroids what are you like i just can't take that talk anymore i'm so it's just taking care of his body i mean first of all uh, I, you saw him in person does he look like a guy on steroids no i can promise you i can lift weights in every other direction stronger than lebron james he's skinny when you see him in person he's completely changed his body yeah. he's been working out with like a navy seal it's all about balance and core strength yes, right and it, to me i think what's troubling is is with the whole LeBron conversation. And guys, thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. I'm enjoying this. I love talking about basketball. I watch all. Um, Sixers are about to steal one in Boston tonight. We're I going back so. to Philly for game I six. I hope so. But with LeBron, his two biggest slights, in my opinion, were early on. The guy can't shoot. Yep. And, oh, he gets tired in big games. The cramps and all that stuff. Right. He's learned how to shoot, and his shooting is deadly, and now he's in the best shape of his career, in the teens of his career, like year 13 or 14, and he plays the entire freaking game. Yeah. So, like, all of the knocks about him, he fixed, and we don't give him credit for fixing those Not knocks. Not really, no. It's, you know? it's, it's like you said at the start. It's, it's expected, which is, it's, it's such a rare, weird thing that... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we really do. We don't even make a big deal about that, it. But that we say the same thing with the NFL with the Patriots. Yes. You guys, everybody gets tired of the Patriots, and they get annoyed, and we say, appreciate greatness. Yes. Like, what you're seeing out of Brady and Belichick, this is so uncommon, and you need to cherish this, because if not, you're going to go through your whole life and be like, I just took LeBron for granted. Yeah. I took the Patriots right. for granted. Right. And we, we get so obsessed with the team that sucked last year that suddenly became good, like the Raptors. Right. Like, do they have a chance? Yeah. And it's like, no, like, why don't we appreciate the great people? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. All right, that's Sims and Lefko. We'll be back. Obviously, guys, the NFL draft party is heating up. Uh, the more you, you keep messaging us about it, the more we love it because it's hilarious because uh, it's going to be a blast. But also, get in the iTunes comments. Leave a five-star review. View, we're nearing a thousand, which is pretty awesome. Okay. Whoa! And, whoa! Big off season. Uh, and then also hit us up on all social media platforms. We are at Sims and Lefko, Instagram, Twitter. We're getting close to a lot of cool milestones there, which is fun for Sims. Peace out, homies. For Fendrick. Good evening, everybody. And for the LEFKOE. Man. We will holler at you guys later. If you're on I, if you're on YouTube, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Love you. Talk to you soon. <laughs>